Bava Basra, Perik Tes, Mishnah Yud, 9.10, the last of the Perik and the last on the topic of uh, the laws of inheritance. Here we again have two people dying at the same time. It's a mother and a son. And we'll call the mother Leah and the son Reuven. Leah has no other children, okay? And uh, she has no husband. She was once married to this guy Yaakov, but meanwhile, they've either Yaakov's died or divorced her. So now the question is, who should inherit Leah's things? Now, there will be actually a dispute here depending on who died first. If Leah dies first, so the natural heir is her son, Reuven. Um, on the other hand, if uh, her only son, Reuven, died first, so then Leah's heir will be her father. Okay, we'll call him Lavan. So now, if they both, if Leah and Reuven both die, so now there's going to be a fight. Lavan's going to say, listen, f- uh, let's say uh, he, I want to argue, says Lavan, that... Um, my grandson Reuven died first, so therefore she died second, and the heir of her is of Leah is me, love on her father. Um, on the other hand, um, Reuven has a half brother. Okay, the half brother we'll call him uh, Yosef. So Yosef is also a son of Yaakov, um, but from a different wife. Okay, so now if Leah died first. Her heir would be Reuven. When Reuven dies second, so the money would then pass up to his father, Yaakov. And if Yaakov's not alive, it would then pass down to Yaakov's, let's say, other only son, Yosef. So Yosef and Lavan are having a tug-of-war over who should inherit Leah's um, stuff. So now, that's the situation. Says our Mishnah, Nafal Abayas Allah Val Imo. If both Leah and uh, Reuven both die in the house, and we don't know who died first... So then says the Mishnah, Elu ve'elu modum shiachaloku. Both of them, these and those, meaning Beis Hill and Beis both agree that the assets that once belonged to Leah should now go um, equally between love on her father and um, Yosef, who is her son's half-brother. Okay, they're from different families. Also, there's no relationship at all between Lavan and Yosef, but since they're both have exactly equal claims... There's no muhzak here. It's just a question of who died first. Their claims on her stuff are equal. And therefore, therefore, remember, just remember, there's no such... In the previous mission, we had Nexus on Barzal, Nexus on Malug, and Ksuba. None of that exists here, okay? Because she's not a married woman. It's just she has she has an apartment. So who gets the apartment? So they're splitting it because the claim that uh, Lavan has on the apartment is exactly equal to the claim that uh, that Yosef would have in the apartment. No, it's better than the worse. Therefore, you divide it. And even based Hillel, who in the previous time said give it to the person who had the chazaka, there's no chazaka here, right? They're both, neither one is presumptively owner, it's just, just this woman was definitely the last owner, Leah, and so since they have equal claims, divide equally. So, on that, Amar Rabbi Kiva, so Rabbi Kiva says something, this is like a literary flourish, meaning the previous line of mission said, modem shiach loku, they all agree that you divide it. So he says, moda ani she Rabbi Kiva says, you know what I agree to? I agree that they would have, that Basil would have said, you give the property to the person who is the muhsak, who is let the property stay with its presumptive owner. So in other words, he's not actually agreeing to anything. He's disagreeing, but he's speaking like rhetorically, like uh, when he says the moda, as if, as if he agrees. You know what I agree to? I agree that nothing of a sort. It's hard to translate exactly. It's a, it's a rhetorical um, expression. But in any case, that being the case, Rabbi Kiva's position is that no, there actually is a muhsak here. And here's, here's his thought. His thought is, listen, you know, uh, Leah belonged to a family, you know, her, her family, like her loved one's last name, you know, 
was Capulet. And uh, when she married, you know, Yaakov, she changed her name to to Montague. So she was, you know, Leah Montague for a while. But then when he divorced her, so she went, she changed her name back, so to speak, to Capulet. She identifies, she's with, she's part of her, the Capulet family. She's not part of, she has nothing to do with anything at all to do with the Montague family. She was married into it, but she's now no longer married into it. So she's totally disconnected from it. So you have now Lavan, who's her father, who's also a Capulet, is saying, I want her apartment. And there's this other, like, kind of, I'll call him a random guy, you know, Yosef, who is a member of the Montague family, who says that he wants the apartment. So says so Rebekiva, listen, that there's two families competing here, if you will, like her family and his family, meaning like the, the Capulets and the Montagues. And before she died, her last name was changed back to Capulet, so to speak, meaning she was identifying she belonged to her father's she was a Capulet. She wasn't a Montague anymore. And therefore, it's the Capulet family who was the Muxuk and not the Montague family, if you will. And therefore, when she dies, it should stay with the Capulet family unless the Montagues can give a bride to the contrary. And therefore, it should, says Rabbi Kiva, Beis Hill would hold, according to Rabbi Kiva, Beis Hill would hold that it goes to Lavan, the father, Capulet, if you will, instead of to this random Yosef Montague who's like her stepson. Okay. Amarlo Benaze. Benaze says back to Rabbi Kiva, he laments, Al hachalukin anu mitztarin. It's bad enough, says Benaze, we have to deal with machlok samtim beshil and we're stuck not knowing what to do. I mean, yes, the halachos we follow beshil, but that's very regrettable that we have to go against the wise chacham of beshamay. We're forced to choose, but it's a very sad situation, very unfortunate situation. So that's bad enough that we have these machlok, like we saw in the previous Mishnayas. Elish chabata lachalok aleinu alashavin. And now you, says Benazi, says to Rabbi Kiva, you're making things so much worse. At least we had a, a, an agreement. In our mission, we have an agreement that everything should be divided 50-50. All of a sudden, you want to cause machlokas and say, no, no, no. Beis Hillel didn't agree, and you want to make new machlokas between Hillel and Beishamai? No, that's a very bad thing to do, says Ben Azai. It's a very sad thing to do. In any case, it's rhetorical. The halacha is like the Tanakama, which means like, which is Beis Hillel's held that you, he agreed with Beisham in this case, that you split the woman's, or Leah's um, apartment 50-50. Half would go to her father, Lavan, Capulet, and half would go to her stepson, uh, Yosef, the Montague, so to speak.